the second chronicles chapter 16 if you are there you can read verse 14 16 1 6 16 verse 14. They buried him in the tomb that he had cut out for himself in the city of David. They laid him on a pier covered with spices and various blended perfumes. And and they made a huge fire in his honor. Amen. Amen. Read it again, please. Do you, do you have King James? Okay, you you go on. You want the King James? Yeah, I would have preferred that. Verse 14 is, and they buried him in his own name. I can't pronounce the word. Sipoka. Sipoka. Or Sipokes. (laughs) Which he made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed which was filled with sweet odors and diverse kinds of spices prepared by the apothecaries act. And they made a very great burning for him. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. This was speaking of Asa, right? Asa was a king of Israel. And, um, anyway, we're not going into details, but we just want to pray concerning one thing. Hallelujah. I said, and they buried him. Thank you, Eugenia, for reading. They buried him in his own sepulchre. That's like his own tomb. Like he made his own tomb before dying. And uh, yesterday I learned something that the missionary, Presbyterian missionaries who came from Europe to establish churches here years back. When they were coming, they used to, I don't, uh, I mean, they used to make, uh, they didn't carry portmanteaus. They, they, they carried coffins, like they packed their things in coffins and came with them because they knew that when they come, they will die, like through malaria. So they came prepared. Are you there? Hallelujah. So they used to carry their coffins and put their their belongings in them. I said, "Wow, that was wild." I they mean, put their belongings in their coffins. Yes, yes, yes. And this this was told. I mean, I haven't read it myself anywhere, but it was it was a Reverend Professor who was telling us this. So I assume they are accurate details. You know. So um. That's how they traveled. They came because they, they said, we are, this world is not our home. If we are carrying dresses, we are prepared to die where we are going. But they came solely to build churches. And they knew in the process they may die. And so they will be buried. Anyway. I felt that was just wild and brave. I couldn't believe it. What do you think? 
Are you talking about the missionaries who mm. came? Mm. It's serious. Yes. That level is another level. <laughs> Which level is it? <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm, I'm just sitting down here wondering if there are people with such hearts, mm. like to leave, leave whatever they're doing and go. Know that you would die, you, you won't come back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know that I love God, but I don't think to that extent. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Lord, I Maybe love you. Oh, yes, but Charlie. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, this is too wild. <laughs> it's too wild. It's too wild. Yeah. <laughs> but it tells you something. There's something more to live for. These people were seeing something more, you see. And I feel like they understood the gospel. Like, they, they knew that souls were at stake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like. Yeah. And really, actually, if you don't have that heart yet, pray that you have the heart. Because if you don't have the heart yet, it means that you're you haven't really understood the message of the cross yet. Like I know it's hard to conceive, but there should be something in your heart that prepares you to be able to leave whatever you are doing if you are called upon to go somewhere and serve because of the gospel do you understand what i'm saying the, it should be in you it should be in you you may not know what extent to which god may call you for but there should be something in you that already says yes oh you can oh you you need somebody to go and do this at a Mataheko, or you need somebody to go and do something at a where um which are the villages in Bojasi or somewhere in Ghana. We can go, but say <laughs> Afghanistan or Iraq. Eh? <laughs> it, it should have something in you. It mean it, 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 that what I'm talking about is that you should be able to have it the why in you it should it should be there that, that like you should be able to answer why can i go why should i be able to go like it should be settled in you do you understand are, are you getting me if in the yeah in in the day that something like that is called for uh, i should be able to go that means that that is you, how your relationship with God has become. Like you've been able to say that, like right now, most of us are involved in things, right? You're involved in things. You are, you are maybe schooling or working or, or what? What has, what have, let me see the people in the meeting. What are you doing? You are schooling or working or doing something. True or not true? The, the the thing you are doing, are you so involved in it that like it's for you and your stomach, or you and your you and your I don't know what you are working for, what you are reading for, but is it so about you that if God says He needs your body somewhere else, that will not have any personal benefit in quote. 
Would you be ready to go? Will you be ready to do? You should have it in you. So think about it. Okay, and pray about it. It's very, very, very important. Okay? Yes, it's very important. Because as you are there, you see that, I mean, let me give you an example. Last week, we were called upon at my workplace to go and do a CPL training for a certain company. And to be honest with you, I mean, I, I was just like, I was just feeling tired. I mean, I had just come on leave and my leave didn't look like it was going to be a leave. It's like, it was, it's just full of ups and downs. Like you have to go here, you have to go there. <laughs> like I'm tired, but there are things to do. Praise the Lord. So I was just contemplating in me that, oh, me that they should go and do their own thing. I will not go. And then I slept, I, I think I had a dream, either I had a dream or it was a word that met me in the, in the morning on wake, waking up. Say, if you don't go, <laughs> it was like a warning. <laughs> if you don't go, huh? something, something. Anyway, it's, it's between me and God. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that I had that understanding that, look, this because you see me everything i do is not because of the physical benefits per se do you understand so you may see me for instance one of the reasons why i'm 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 specializing in anesthesia is is not because of the the fun the the what do you call it the physical um, niceness of it but it's because I believe in the resurrection. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. That is my reason. And that is my understanding of life. And that is why I do what I... That's why I wake up every morning and go to work. It's because I, I believe in the resurrection. I believe in victory over death. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. So that's why I put people to sleep and I wake them up. That's why when I'm going to do my anesthesia, I pray. I say, God, I commit this person into your hands. Even if I'm doing a, 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 what we call a simple spinal block, but I'm doing because I know you're entering a certain body that is for God. You don't know what is going on in that body as you introduce medications. Yesterday we heard on the news that a certain anesthetist has been arrested in the U.S. for killing people intentionally about a number of people have been killed because he was apprehended in his department that he's been misbehaving. And since that time that they, they said they were going to bring him before the disciplinary unit, they noticed that people have been dying in a very strange way. They followed up on him with videos, CCTVs, and things like that. And they realized that this man has been introducing a lethal drug into the IV medications, IV, uh, IV fluids. So they will administer a certain heavy fluid to a patient and before they know it, the patient has had a cardiac arrest or something or a cardiac emergency and da 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 da. And they, they've had some mortalities out of that. People have actually died. And so it's in the news now. This man is, is being sent to court. And I said, wow, well, look, it, 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 I mean, anyway. But the point I'm trying to make is that this is my reason for doing what I do. It's not because it's a nice job. It's a nice job that will make me. It's one of the top five specialties in the world. 
Huh? Are you listening to me? Yes, yeah. The reasons why people do things, the things they do. I'm into it because I know that anesthesia is actually Jesus's make. It's actually created by Jesus. Do you understand? Because nobody ever went to the grave and came back. It was after mm -hmm. Jesus did that, like, we started now, even when you follow the history of science, when the anesthesia goes, uh, uh, the, the, the real awakening of, uh, when you read the history of anesthesia, the real dawn of anesthesia is not too far from now. I mean, somewhere in there, was it, well, there were traces, trickles, traces here and there, but not until the 19th century, uh, uh, 20th, 21st, that was when the real awakening came. So you ask yourself that all this while in the whole world, uh, what were they doing? <laughs> uh -huh. With regards to the signs of waking people up when they die. Like people couldn't conceive the idea of like if somebody is dead, what can you do to bring them back? But Jesus, he has given wisdom and he's given wisdom to people to know how to bring somebody back if the person dies. It's me. Do you, do you, don't you think it's from Jesus? Mm -hmm. He is there. He said, I am the resurrection. Anastasis. I am the resurrection and the life. Do you understand? So there's a certain wisdom that is able to bring us back. Even when we die, I mean, it's possible. There's a window. Kalaba Shantaya. Oh, Lord, thank you. Oh, Lord, thank you. Now, because as I'm speaking right now, I'm just realizing that my dream, even my dream last night, I dreamt and saw a man who had died and was lying down. Just this morning's dream I'm, I'm talking about. I didn't even know that's what we'll be sharing this morning. But let me go ahead and share. Perhaps that's what God wants. Hallelujah. A young man who had died was just lying down. And we were all standing by him in the open. It was like a corridor, a foyer. And we were all just standing by. And I saw myself, I was wearing my scrubs. And some other people too were wearing their scrubs. And then a, a friend came by, or my a brother came by. And then he just, we were all talking. We were like, oh, just talking. And then my brother was just, as if he was just a casual thing. He put his hand on the chest of the person. Are you with me? He put his hand on the dead, the, the dead person's chest, the dead young man's chest. And then immediately he put his hand on the dead man's chest. The dead man just sprang up and coughed out loud. Coughed out loud and came back to life. Hey. Are you with me? I'm just telling you this morning's dream. I didn't even know I was, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm even going to talk about something like that in this, in this, in this prayer meeting. Hallelujah. But I think I, I should share it because we are speaking along the same and it's related to the scripture we are, we are, we are reading. Praise the name of the Lord. He came back to life. And he was the son of a very prominent preacher. Hallelujah. I said, Jesus, what is this? And I was like, look, at even this, this, uh, uh, my brother was just standing around. He didn't even know that he, by touching the, the young man's chest, 
Like everybody was preparing to mourn the young man. He was lying on a, a table. Like we all know he's dead. Like we are we the 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 net we all know he's dead. Like we are ready to just like get ready to bury him and things like that. And this uh, non-medic comes around and just puts his hand on the chest and then <laughs> he comes back to life. And we are all like amazed. And we're like, ah, so this man would have been buried. Like we would have gone to bury him. That's like no chance for him. Like he's good for nothing. But for a small uh, uh, act of somebody just, I don't know, maybe believing a little or thinking there's a chance, Kalaba Shantaya, just put his hand on the chest and just depressed it a little in the chest like that. And the person woke up. I said, wow. Then I saw in another part of the dream that this man had been just put on uh, uh, another table somewhere. This young, same young man. Hallelujah. Anyway, Amen. let me keep that, that, that part of it. And let's come to the scripture that we were, were reading. Second Chronicles 16, 14. So point I'm trying to make is that I believe in the resurrection. So, like I was giving you the example, I was we were asked to go to Gomwa to make do the training. Gomwa is somewhere in the central region. Because I was feeling tired, I said, "No, nah, I'm not going for this training." But I got there one say, "If you don't go," I said, "Oh yeah, quickly." When I woke up, you know, I went to wear my dress <laughs> and and set out and was on my way. Praise the Lord to train other people. What to do when somebody dies? Like you can quickly bring them back to life. If you only you knew. If only you knew. Some people will live longer. Some information will stay longer. Do you understand? If we, if we are able to prevent death, if we are able to prevent the and have victory over death, do you know what it means for national development? There are some people who should not die. Look at the vice president of this country. He died at a gym. He was gymming. He was on the treadmill. And boom. Was on the floor. If somebody had known that, put your hand on the chest. And do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. He could have him back. Do you understand? You could have him back. His children would have cried less. Eh? A certain company he was building would have stayed longer. Eh? A certain institute he was building would have stayed longer. Do you understand? Some knowledge he had would have been put in the book. Huh? So many opportunities. But we don't take care. We, don't, we are not interested in such things. We are not interested in prolonging life. How can we prosper? How can we prosper? When the people with the knowledge are dying, or the, the elderly people are dying, the, the population is becoming younger and younger. More, and, uh, more people who don't subscribe to wisdom are filling the earth. Uh, well, what is our future and our hope? But Jesus, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will not die. Do you understand? So for me, that is why I do what I do. That's why, for instance, I woke up that morning and went because I knew I was going to minister the resurrection. Yeah. So uh, even though I didn't want to go. So back to Eugenia, what you were saying, it's like these people were wild. Yes. But you have to have in you that readiness, like, this is about the resurrection and the life. This is about preaching the gospel of Jesus. So it doesn't matter what I feel, how I'm feeling. Do you understand? I have to be on my way. I have to be going. 
Once it's going to save lives. Once it's going to bring people back from the dead. Physically or spiritually. Do you understand? Because if you don't have them back physically, how will you have them around to save them spiritually? Hmm? Do you understand? So it brings us to the scripture we are on, Second Chronicles sixteen fourteen, and they buried him in his own sepulchres, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet odors and diverse kinds of spices. Say diverse kinds of spices. Prepared by the apothecary's art. Say it. Prepared by the apothecary's art. <laughs> yes, you got that. Apothecary's art. Who is an apothecary? You Google it. Uh, uh, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a person who prepares and sells medicines and drugs. Praise the Lord. Um, yes. So, uh, and they made a very great burden for him. Praise the Lord. So, f- is one of the work of people who are into healthcare is that they should have something to do with drugs. They should be able to know how to prepare drugs and, and things like that. Do you understand? To prolong life, okay. What? Why? The reason why they do they did some of these like preparing diverse kinds of spices and sweet odors is just like kind of like they want to preserve the body a little longer. Do you understand what they are trying? It's an attempt to bring back to life. Do you understand? It's like we don't really want you to die. Do you understand? So that's why that art was there. That apothecary's art. It's like there are herbs and there are spices you can put together and things like that. You just, do you remember when Jesus died? The women were going to put spices around him. Yes. They were going just it's for love, for the sake of love. We don't really want you to go that we don't want we still want you around. We still want you around. You see, and that is the nature of the heart, the, the human heart. Like when somebody you really love goes, it's like you 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 can grieve and mourn for a long time. Like you don't want the person. To, how many of you, even maybe not even dead, like you've lost somebody that you really loved. How many of you like that? Yeah. Huh? Hey, nobody has had a broken heart before. <laughs> only, only, only one person. Oh. Uh, I'm speaking to the wrong group. Only one person out of all these these people, four people in the meeting, five people in the meeting. Hey, anyway, myself inclusive, myself inclusive. So we okay. We have two people, two out of th- uh, five. Uh-huh. But it's only the two who are honest. Anyway, uh, you've never had a broken heart. Never lost somebody dear. Never had somebody that you really thought this is this is it. Eh? Either baby, ba- ba- my, my baby, eh? my sweetheart, my papa, or like somebody, your uncle, be or your auntie, your, 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 your dad, your mom, or something like that, can be very heartbreaking. And in your grief, you will be wishing that, oh, if only this person could be around for longer. And so that's, that was the thing that, 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 that 
birth for that thing. Do you understand? It is so that 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 putting together herbs, spices, make some form of drug, something that can prolong life. Oh, don't die too quickly. There's there's a there's a there's something you can do to 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 stay around longer. You know, recently I was having a, a knee problem. I I I I I did some work around the house and I hurt my knee, my right knee, and it was sore. It was painful, so painful, you know, and it will swell up. I'm just going in it. It was becoming inflamed. I went to see the orthopedic surgeon. And I mean, he was like, oh, and he wrote some medications for me. Oh, I took the medicine. So five days, then I thought it was good. It was helpful. Then afterwards it went like it went, I mean, when the medicine finished, then the problem came again. I said, oh, what is this? <laughs> eh? What is this? I was limping. Oh, I was limping. It was so, so painful. So, and it was preventing me from going, going or wanting to even do something, walk around or even just, because it was that painful. So I went to buy the medication again. Oh, whilst I was taking it, like I was feeling better and all that. When the medicine finished, no, uh, the thing has come back again. I said, what is this? Hey, so am I going to live with this? Like I said, no, nah, I don't want to live with some, something like this. So I went back to the surgeon to ask him that what is my fate like what is all this inflammation that won't go away this small head that i i got hurt I, I thought it was a trivial thing it is coming to become a chronic what inflammation oh, no 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 then the, the surgeon said oh and this kind of things is it's like that it's like you have to take the either you take the pills or it's like it becomes a part of you i said jesus <laughs> help me lord <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I was, I was just at home, you know, I was so, uh, and I've been, I was praying about it. I said, God, I, I don't know, help me with this thing. Now I bought some popo and I was using the popo eh? the popo. I usually I just eat the popo and that's it. But this time I felt like, uh, cook the seeds and drink drink it cook the seeds and the, the 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 peel and drink the water around it are you with me and yeah. when i did that i mean when i did that two days for two days i mean i've not had the the pain up till now as i'm speaking i've not seen the swelling since then okay now this is so amazing to me and I knew it was, it was God who helped me and showed me something Amen. about the power of natural things and natural spices and natural not fruits and vegetables. We have to know how to. So I learned a lesson that we use the fruits and the vegetables. We don't know how to use it. Do you understand? There's a spirit behind the thing because these plants, eh, they are powerful things because they, they erupted from the earth by the word of God's mouth. So every every plant is is a, is is the is a, is an expression of the word of god do you understand and the bible says yes. that the, their leaves are for the healing of the nations so when you know what each word is for you get healing but the thing is that we have lost the spirit behind it 
and we've left it to a lot of these traditional people and who are just mixing it with all sorts of unholinesses, if there's anything like that. But the Holy Spirit, that is his place. Praise the Lord. Yes, because if you know how to use them, you are able to prolong life. There's healing in it. There's health in it. That's true. Only for me later to speak, I was speaking later with my mom. You know, my dad was a, a herbalist. He worked also as a herbalist, apart from his um, secular work of being a controller of Ghana Customs and Excise Preventive Services. Praise the Lord. So he worked as a, a doctor of herbalism with certificates from the university in London. Praise the Lord. And so we grew up in my home. We grew up in, in this kind of um, atmosphere where we learned about trees and, and what the trees are used for and the herbs and the spices and, and things like that, what they, they are for. But I never really knew that purple seeds were for healing arthritis. And so I was just speaking casually with my mom not long after that experience. And then she pointed, she said, Ah, did you know that purple seeds? I told her that, oh, like recently I was eating purple. I felt like, oh, just, I shouldn't throw the seeds away. I should just, I didn't even tell her that it had, I think I mentioned that I had healed my knee. She said, that, oh, don't you know that your dad taught us that, uh, what? We, uh, purple seeds are very helpful for arthritis. And I said, wow, because I didn't know that. Maybe I was very young then. I mean, I didn't know. But she, when she said that, I said, it was so eye opening for me. And I said, wow, look. So it's the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God knew that I really needed it. That I didn't need all the insights I was taking. I was taking all the tablets. So it wasn't, it will help me whilst I was taking it. But after that, it will tell me that you still have your trouble. In other words, it was telling me that I should keep buying the, buying the medicine, buying the tablet. Buying. I said, I can't live like this. I cannot always be taking a, one tablet in the morning, one tablet in the evening, please. I won't do it for the rest of my life. No way. So you see that the, the, the Bible says that they, pro, they, 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 they what? What's the scripture we read? By the apothecary's art. There's something called the apothecary's art. Say it with me, the apothecary's art. Yes. There's an art of putting medicines together that will prolong life. That will do what? Oh, yes. You see the story I was telling you that our professor put on our WhatsApp page yesterday? Yes. A, a certified 54-year-old certif anesthetist in the U.S., United States of America, putting lethal doses of anesthetic drugs into IV, IV fluids, and people were being infused with it, and they are dying. So there's an is this is an is a is it is an is a, a apothecary's uh, grave, apothecary's uh, what, <laughs> apothecary's uh, confusion or apothecary's wickedness, but there's an apothecary's art that can prolong life, that can be for the resurrection of the for the prolongation of life. Do you understand? And so it is also something to pray about because God will want you to do whatever you are doing. It should be life-giving. 
the last time we prayed about physicians of great value. Do you remember? Yes. So we are going to, we have, I've spent all the time to speak, but pray briefly. And I know the Lord is with us here. Pray that God give me Thank you, Lord. Give me that grace to be able to prepare spices, herbs, drugs, medicines, huh? odors that will prolong life. That will do what? Oh, yes. That will prolong life. That will prolong life. Uh, Eugenia, you're a physiotherapist? Yes, please. Imagine you are doing physiotherapy for somebody who is, with, who is struggling with chronic arthritis. And after you do your physiotherapy session with them, you just do all your motions and all those things. And then you are leaving, you tell them that, please, drink a little bit of, make some uh, purple uh, peel juice or purple uh, seeds juice and take a glass of it in the morning, a glass of it in the night, just for maybe say two days. And the next session you are having, I mean, the person's pain is gone. Like it's, I mean, and you just maybe have to do just a finish, a few finishing touches of your, your range of motion, whatever. And you, you'll be paid for what you do, but it's not the kind of payment that's like they have to call you back and back and back and back again for the same patient. And the patient will keep paying for the same problem over and over and over again. Because you think that if the, the patient gets well, your work is finished. You know it again. Do you understand? Yes, please. And that is how a lot of people are, are the mindset people are into the healthcare, the healthcare industry or ministry with. It's like if I do it very well to really bring healing, my work is finished. Like I can't eat again. Do you get it? But if I can do it in such a way that the person will still have their problem in a little way, like they'll keep coming back to me. And that is the wickedness that has infiltrated the healthcare system. Which is the the wickedness we are living in. You may not understand the import of this, but that is the wickedness we are living in in this COVID era. Eh? The new world we have entered that was introduced by COVID. Eh? That we don't we still have to now we don't know the true story whether the bug was really engineered in the lab or not. We don't know whether scientists like actually crafted the virus and multiplied it. We don't know. So there's a lot of wickedness in the system. Do you understand? It's like, let's create the problem and still make people keep coming back for solution. Because if we don't do that, we that we are in the healthcare industry, like how will we get money? Do you understand me? How will we get money? How will we survive? Because that's, this is all we do. We are scientists, we are microbiologists, we are pharmacists, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are physiotherapists, we are, we are radiologists, we are this, if we don't create a certain problem that will still keep people coming back and needing us, how can we survive? 
Do you understand? You may not know, but this is the wickedness in the in the system. And that's why Christians must go back to the labs. That's why Christians must go back to the, 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 the core sciences. Do you understand? And allow God to use you in those places. Allow God because the devil is multiplying his seed in these places. And that is why in the end times, plagues are going to multiply. Plague upon plague upon plague. Then it's, we are crying and we are saying that it's God who is not having a, a mercy. But what about you and I who say we are children of God, who have the gifts of healing or health care, but we won't seek the spirit of God to be upon the, the gift of our hands. But today, ask God for that gift, that spirit, for the apothecary's art, mm. the one that prolongs life, the one that preserves life. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray now. Say that give me that gift of the apothecary's art. Give me that gift. Give me that gift. The women had that. That's why they woke up early in the morning. They had their bags of spices. We should prolong. We don't want him to die. But there are people in the world today who are saying that let more people die so that we can have more money. Let more people have sicknesses so that we can have more money. Meanwhile, just simple purple seed around you can solve the problem. I don't have to keep buying that, 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 that pill. I don't have to keep buying that pill. And I have my freedom, my peace of mind. And I'm being able to do other things. Thanks be to God for his spirit and his wisdom. That told me that day that don't throw the seeds away. Don't throw the seeds away. So it's a certain wisdom. It's a certain spirit. It's a certain understanding that just tells you that, look, all the problem that you are having. Recently, I told a man came to my uh, uh, herbal clinic and said he was struggling from piles. I gave him a simple home remedy. I saw him later in the neighborhood and then he smiled and looked at me. He said, that, oh, I'm doing what you told me to do. And the problem is coming down. The piles are, is going. I said, wow. It's a simple, I told him, it's a simple herb in your house. Just use it. I told him how to use it. And he came back with a testimony. I didn't collect any money from him. I didn't call, but for him to have his peace of mind, for him to have his joy. Yes. So are there people like this who are in the world? Can there be people like this? Can God have such people who have the, just the joy? Huh? Just the joy. And God will know, he knows how to bless you. He knows how to sustain you so that you will not be wanted. It's not for you to say that if I live like that, how will I build a mansion? If I live like that, how will I have my own uh, 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 this thing? And yeah, me too, I will do something fake so that I can I can keep people in 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 in, in delusion and then become rich, which is what the, the 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 most of the pharmaceutical companies are practicing. They are just manipulating healthcare to get money, but they are not really ministering healing. But the Lord is raising up a generation of a difference. He's doing it for his own name's sake and for his own spirit's sake. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so pray for that grace. Say, give me wisdom for the apothecary's art. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me your spirit 
for the apothecary's art in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One that is able to prolong life is able to bring the dead back to life. Like I saw in my dream, like I saw in my dream, like I saw in my dream today. Oh God, grant us the grace. Lord, let the heavens rain upon us. That wisdom for healing, that wisdom for healing, that wisdom for healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We offer the gift of our hands to you, Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This is all we have. We have some little knowledge about how the body works, some little knowledge about what is in the in the skull, some little knowledge about what lies in the chest. That is the lung. It is it is the lungs. It's the it's the heart. But what can you use this knowledge in our heads for? Father, use us for your glory. Use us to be ministers of healing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Use us. Use us. Use us. Use us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Grant us heavenly wisdom. Let it be abundant, O God, for the healing of the nations. For the healing of the nations. For the healing of the nations. In this generation and in this world that we have entered, where sin is rampant, where rebellion is rampant, Lord, where where diseases and plagues are the bane of the day, but make us ministers of the resurrection, ministers of healing, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands to the heavens and say that say to the Lord, I receive your blessing. I receive your blessing. Take the communion if you have it with you. Take it, take it briefly. Let's take it a communion. And uh, let us say a word of prayer for Ghana. Today is a day, a holiday set aside for celebrating Kwame Nkrumah, the founder of this country. Let us pray that Ghana will have a great destiny. Ghana will fulfill their purpose in the name of the Lord Jesus to be a bright light to the nations in the name of the Lord Jesus. That God will have mercy on us as a people. In Jesus' name, God will use us like he has used this nation, Israel, to be a blessing. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. You have your emblem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Let us take part in the body of Jesus, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Powerful body, died long time ago, laid in the grave long time ago, but up to today is alive. 
it's powerful. The body is not perishing. That's why you and I are alive today. We are Christians. We are proof that the body is not dead. The body of Christ is still alive. Resurrection body can't die. Prolonged. We are delivered from every spirit of wickedness and manipulation in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, one of the modern words for apothecary is pharmacy. Mm. And pharmacy is from a, a, a Greek word that means manipulation, witchcraft. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah, so sometimes even when you watch some of these legendary movies or whatever, you see that you see some, you see that most of the witches they like mixing herbs and things. Do you understand? Yeah. Then they'll use it to do something, and then something will happen. Have you seen? Yes, it's because it's because you can use it's like you can use something natural to to change a situation okay and that's the apothecary's art but it's not supposed to be like it's not supposed to uh, that kind of uh, um, manipulation let me say it's not supposed to come from um, man's selfish needs do you understand it's supposed to come from a heart of love are you with me? It's supposed to come from a heart of love that I, I really want somebody to be helped and saved. Not, I, 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 I want to get plenty money for only me and myself and my children and my children's children. And so let me, even if it's, a, it's, it's, it's not really healing, but a little bit of healing is in it. But the end result of it is not really healing. You, it's okay. Today, I as you partake in the body, as you lift the bread up, you are you are delivered from every wicked manipulation, every form of wickedness in Jesus' name. And you are being released into the pure love of God as you participate and partake in the body. Lift it up and take it, take it and say thank you for the body of Jesus. Amen. Now lift the cup. The cup of the blessing, the blood of Jesus given to us for our healing, our sanctification. Drink it unto your health. Father, we thank you so much for the blessing. We are so grateful. We are so grateful in Jesus' name. Thank you that I'm able to bend my knees today i tell you for a long time i was not able to bend my right knee it's so painful hallelujah but i'm bending my knee as i speak with you i'm moving about i'm doing my exercises because i couldn't bend i couldn't i couldn't even do my exercises but i'm doing it by the grace of god hallelujah so healing is coming to the body and you are becoming a minister of healing to the nations in Jesus' name. In the day that you see Jesus, he will be able to say to you, Well done, my daughter. Well done, my son. Thou good and faithful servant. You used what I gave you. And you even got more. You used your talent and you brought more in, in, in return. So, enter into my rest. 
I built a beautiful mansion for you. I have so many playgrounds for you. <laughs> I like playgrounds. So. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway. So God bless you. Thank you for uh, coming up around. And I believe that the word of God and his spirit's presence has been a blessing to you. True or not true? Yeah. See, sure I'll be praying. Amen. Let's share in the words of the grace. Of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let the love of God. And let the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. We are delivered from every spirit of manipulation. You have become a true child of the light. You have become a true child of love. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you. I love you so much. I thank God for your life. Amen. Have a good day.